0: Well, good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision-for-you big book study. My name is Janice M. from Massachusetts, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Monday, May 4th, 2015. Today we're reading from the big book, Chapter 6, and we are on page 78 with reading the last paragraph beginning with perhaps we have um, our readers today are Sharon R S Terry H and Santa H and our share code for yesterday for Sunday May third two thousand and fifteen on that special edition um, is seven five two Two seventy-five twenty-two. OA Preamble Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating, we welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside I will now ask Joanne L. to please read the 12 steps.
1: Good morning. Thank you, Janice, for your service. I'm Joanne L. from New Jersey, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. The 12 steps of OA. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. 3. Made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. 4. Made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. 5. Admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. 6. Were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. 7.
0: I will now ask Anita L. to please read the Twelve Traditions.
2: Good morning, everybody. This is Anita L. from Philadelphia. The Twelve Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, and I pass.
0: And thank you, Anita L. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Just a gentle reminder to stay muted until the sharing helps us to, you know, clean up any background noise. Today, we resume our study on Chapter 6 in the Big Book on page 79, and we're going to start reading the very last paragraph and we're going to ask um, uh, Sharon R.S. to begin reading, please.
3: Good morning, Janice, and good morning, visionaries. This is Sharon R.S., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Perhaps we have committed a criminal offense which might land us in jail if it were known to the authorities. We may be short in our accounts and unable to make good, We've already admitted this in confidence to another person, but we are sure we would be imprisoned or lose our job if it were known. Maybe it's only a petty offense, such as padding the expense account. Most of us have done that sort of thing. Maybe we are divorced and have remarried, but haven't kept up the alimony to number one. She is indignant about it and has a warrant out for our arrest. That's a common form of trouble, too. Although these reparations take innumerable forms, there are, some good, uh, there are some general principles which we find guiding. Reminding ourselves that we have decided to go to any length to find a spiritual experience, we ask that we be given strength and direction to do the right thing, no matter what the personal consequences may be we may lose our position or reputation or face jail but we are willing we have to be we must not shrink at anything i would say that this may be the toughest two paragraphs for for um, at least for me that honesty i mean that is really really this is this is really where the rubber hits the road right uh, at this point um am I willing to really uh not shrink at anything and and it says that that uh remind ourselves of a few things here and uh the first thing is that we have decided to go to any length to find a spiritual experience and have I have I uh, said that I would go to any length and I did uh and If I look back on page uh, 58, it says that uh, even before we get started working the steps, paragraph two on page 58, if you have decided you want what we have and are willing, so it's one thing to want what the the recovered uh, people have. It's another thing it says, to be willing to go to any length. And that was the hint right there that there were gonna be I was gonna be called on to do some things that may not be pleasant to me. Then you are ready to take certain steps. And so I dove right in and the reason I dove right in is because I was desperate. I felt like I had nowhere else to go. I it was either death or or uh, work this program, and so I said I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And then I hit this this uh, step, where all of a sudden now I've got to uh, go out and talk to other people about what I have done. And one of the things that gave me the courage to do this was was that I was afraid that if I didn't do it, I would go back to the edge, that jumping off point where I couldn't imagine life without the food and I couldn't go on eating the way I was eating because I was killing myself. It's a dark, dark place. So what is it going to be? Am I going to uh, humble myself? Because this really is about humility. It's about uh, letting go of ego and pride that says I, I can't because I, I have to protect my image. Uh, my image is already ruined uh, because of the way I was living, uh, and and um, this unmanageability in my life has to be cleaned up. Uh, I had made a mess of things, and the only way I was going to clean it up is by taking directions and by doing the next right thing one day at a time. And the truth of the matter was that what I imagined in my head would happen if I did did my reparations, what I imagined in my head was about 1,000 times worse than what actually happened. And I was able to do this by first just knowing that I couldn't go back. I couldn't go back to the food. Uh, Too many lives depended on my taking care of myself. Uh, Even if I didn't care enough about myself, I cared about my children, and I had young children to raise. And uh, now I have to be honest, I want to do this step because I care about me. But at that time, I was killing myself. I obviously didn't care that much about my life. But my life... I had other people that were depending on me. And so I had to do the tough thing. And the tough thing ended up not being, it was in my head, it was just like, it was like a nightmare. But in reality, it was just doing, the, it, was, it wasn't even that bad. Just talking and, you know, uh, to a few people that, uh, that were on my list and, and telling them the truth, the truth. And I found that 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 honesty was way, way better than hiding and the unmanageability that had happened in my life. And with that, I passed.:
0: Well, thank you, Sharon. Um, okay, is there who would like to comment on these two paragraphs?
4: This is Bella Can I
0: Bella, yes, and who else would be after Bella? Renata. Renata. Anyone else? All right, let's go with uh, the two and then I will time. I didn't time before. Uh, Dan? Who is it? Is it Dan? I didn't get the name. All right, Philip. Dan, is that Dan? alright. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
4: All right. Bella, you're up. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bella G, and I'm a thankful recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, James for doing this service, and thank you very much, everybody on the line. But we are willing. We have to be. Wow. It's such a relief. It's such a freedom. Thank you, God, that I am not responsible for the outcoming. Thank you, God, that I don't have to prove my power anymore. Thank you, God, that I don't have to be a people pleaser. I am just willing. I am willing to change my my behavior. Thank you, God, that now I am connected to a loving God. No more to that punishing God that... I have to be punished when I am a bad girl. Thank you, God, that now I know that now I am accepted. Yes, I changed my belief. And now I am willing to act different, to behave different. Now, yes, thank you, God, I don't have the fear anymore. Yes, it's very scary to go... to to make those amends because maybe I will have to go to jail or maybe people will throw me out of the office. But I am not connected to my ego anymore. Yes, I am willing. I am doing what God wants, wants for me and not what I want for myself. Yes, today I have now to be willing to find a spiritual experience, Yes, I did find that experience. Today, I am connected to a loving, accepting God. Yes, I have to, you know, I have to let go my fear and my power. Thank you for letting me share and I pass.
0: And thank you, Bella, Renata. It's your turn. Star one to
5: unmute. One thank you, Janice. Good morning. Good morning everyone. This is Renata G, recovered compulsor Rita in New York. Uh recovered today. Um, you know, I just wanted to share that yes, um, step nine, you know, I had to to show complete willingness, right? I had agreed to go to any length to to recover and uh but on my own i could never have done my amends and i think you know in my my opinion you know that's why the, the the promises come right after step nine because it was really in step nine that i realized that i had a relationship with a higher power that i was really trusting and relying on that higher power you know this um, nine-step prayer, you know, we ask that we be given strength and direction to do the right thing, no matter what the personal consequences may be. Um, the, you know, it was constantly with me. I had to pray before each am- amend I made. And, uh, you know, I truly believe that in, in all of my amends, like, you know, where it says in the promise that, who suddenly realized that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. And, uh, you know, that was true for me because there were amends that really, right before I made them, it felt like I was jumping off a cliff, a cliff, and I, you know, I had to hold my breath and really, like, abandon myself to God. There was no other way, you know, of myself. I could never have done some of my amends because I was fearful, you know, I was fearful of the consequences. I didn't know what was gonna happen. But I showed willingness and then my higher power shows up and does and for me what I cannot do for myself. And uh that's all I'm gonna share. Thank you. And thank you, Renata. Okay, Dan, it's your
0: turn. Dan, style one twenty.
6: Hi. Hi, this is Dan. Uh covering uh compulsive I just wanted to chime in because, uh, this, this reading actually, uh, it, it really resonates with a lot of things that I've been thinking about, uh, this past weekend. And, um, you know, the, the, the concept of going to, to any length, um, the willingness to go to any length is, um, I mean, that's, that's enormous. Uh, that's a, that's a huge undertaking because, um, I, I'd go to any length for the food. You know, I used to, uh, i spend a ton of money, I'd, I'd, uh, it would disrupt my whole day, um, i spent a lot of time thinking about it, and there was, there was a lot of, um, you know, almost like an, an excitement attached to it, um, and the thing I got to wonder is, why can't I have that same type of feeling towards recovery, you know what I mean, like, when I, when I first, uh, when I first became abstinent, there was a bit of a pain cloud, and I felt a, a sense of relief, but, as time goes on, it gets more and more difficult to maintain. And not that it's, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I struggle, but it's not its not a, I, I don't feel so worn down, but it's, it's something that needs to be maintained. And, you know, I'm wondering how can I, or, or even can I, um, develop that same type of addiction to recovery that I had towards the food? You know, like why can't I be addicted to God? Why can't I be addicted to making amends? Why can't I be addicted to making my life right? Because it was so easy to, to go after the food; it, just, it was such a quick fix. But um, you know, the benefits that I've gotten from the program have been have been uh, much more satisfying than anything I could have ever gotten from the food. So, but yet yeah, it still needs to be like, worked on uh, and maintained. And it's just um, it's kind of just kind of something that's been on my mind for a little while. So. I appreciate the chance to share. Thank you very much.
0: And thank you. Dan, what is the first initial of your last name? Dan? Alita. Okay. Let's have, uh, you'd like to comment. Uh, who is this?
4: Alita in
7: Minnesota.
0: Alita. Okay. Anybody else that would like to comment?
5: Larry?
0: On? There we go. Larry. Okay. Sharon H. in Colorado.
8: Maria,
0: Sharon, Lisa P.
8: Julia. Uh Uh, Oh, wait,
0: okay. (laughs) Alita, Larry, Julia, and Sharon from Colorado, and then we'll see if we continue. Okay, Alita, please go ahead.
7: Good morning, everybody. Thank you for your service. Although these reparations take innumerable forms, there are some general principles which we find guiding. So all of the steps have principles, and the the, um, principles that they are speaking of, is um like step one is honesty. So I learned a lot about honesty in step zero when I put the food down and just half much measures availed me nothing. I had to be totally and completely honest. And the same with step nine. I have to be totally and completely honest. And with step two, well then the next principle is hope. So now I believe um in a power greater than myself and step three, I can depend on that power um and that is faith and then step and then four is the fourth principle is courage, so um we read on page sixty eight Faith means courage. We never apologize for God, we let him demonstrate to us what he can do, and we ask him to remove our fears the uh, next principle is um integrity, <clears throat> so we never crawl before anyone. We um, are children of God, so we um, do take step nine with integrity and courage and, um, and, and being honest and everything with along with that. And then the willingness. So we have to be willing to go to any lengths. And um, hopefully by the time we've gotten to step nine, we have grown our willingness so humility we no longer are connected to our ego as was mentioned earlier we are humble and we depend on a higher uh, on a, a higher power self discipline we we move ahead doing what the next right step love we are walking the path of love while we're doing step 9 loving ourselves loving others perseverance we continue moving forward spiritual awareness. We pray for alertness, awareness and action and uh and then service. Um, we are doing service to those we have um committed any infraction against and we're doing service to ourselves and um so these are the principles we find guiding and, and sometimes to try to work all the steps on one particular um Situation maybe may seem confusing, but to follow the principles makes it much easier, and um, it can be accomplished uh, with faith and and trust and and uh, moving forward with on um, these principles in mind. So, thank you for letting me share, and I pass.
0: Okay, thank you, Alita. Okay, Larry Kay, you're up.
8: Thanks, Janice. Uh, thanks for your service, Larry Kay I've uh, recovered composable reader from Chicago. Um, you know, step nine, as with all these steps, which, you know, if we take them sequentially, and you know, and we we learn something from each step. You know, because the whole the whole process is a process of change. You know, we're we're, we're reminded that we got here. You know, I know I got okay. here on a loop can you hear me? Yes,
0: see I can. Oh, please I'm, everybody oh, I'm else. Sorry. No, that's all right. Everybody else, please yes.
4: <laughs> I okay. thought
8: that was me. I thought oh. I'd thank you. So the um so the whole process has changed and we take these steps sequentially and um you know I, I'm reminded that it took humility, takes humility with each of these steps. And in, in step nine, you know, where I make amends to other people, um, you know, part of that process was, you know, we I got here on a losing streak of, in life. Uh, I didn't get here just, uh, you know, 100 pounds heavier than I am now. That was one of the manifestations of this disease. It was, it was symptomatic. There was, there was lots of symptoms that I displayed. And we, as we live in this program, we learn more each day. There's not a day that, that goes by that I don't learn more. Um, and now, really what it is, is, is um, in, in, in step nine, you know, as I made amends to people, You know, perhaps for the first time, about as far as I ever got before, was saying I was sorry. But then I continued to behave in in a similar fashion that I always did. But now in step nine, when I made amends, because I built it on a foundation, God allowed me, enabled me to build this on a foundation where I understood now that I was to go out and make these amends, but I was going to change as a human being. And now I saw with God's help that I had the ability to change so that I'm not stepping on other people's toes the way I used to. And in that process, then, of course, we don't, I don't uh, create the resentments and the fears and the self-seeking behavior and the dishonesty. I'm still human, of course, okay, so I can still trip over myself sometimes. But I don't create that same havoc, that same craziness that I used to. And so now the world treats me differently, too. You know, what I put out there, by the grace of God, is different than what I used to put out there in terms of a vibe, in terms of a feel. And sometimes I do step on people's toes, you know, but I I can tell you that it doesn't happen as often, not nearly as often. And uh, and furthermore, um, when I do it, I know precisely what to do with it. So step nine really taught me that there was something more than just behaving the way I always had. And uh and stepping on someone's toes and saying I'm sorry and then the next day doing the same thing and repeating those old patterns. God has you know transformed me, restructured me, built me from the floor up and brought me back like a like a control alt delete, if you will, of of my very being. And so now I just go on and continue to trust and surrender to God. And uh with that I'll pass. Thanks, Jan.
0: Yes. Thank you, Larry, Larry Kay. All right, Julia, you're
9: up. Hi, thank you, Janice. This is Julia R., uh, recovered compulsive overeater from California. And, um, you know, I look at this when it talks about reminding ourselves that we have decided to go to any length to find a spiritual experience. I mean, I have a choice. Um, if I don't want to get well, if I don't want to stay recovered, I won't do the work. If I want to pick and choose who I'm going to make amends to, I'm not going to have a spiritual transformation. Either I'm going to get back into the food or I'm going to have those behaviors that will eventually lead me back to the food. And, you know, I, I just think back, you know, Dr. Bob and them. I mean, he went out and made his amends and came home at midnight. I mean, it, it's we don't wait. These things are action steps. And I know for me, I just had to make one um where I used a um, airline ticket that was, you know, through the company that was going to expire either way, so I justified it because I switched companies. But it's like, no, I, I can't do that. Even though they couldn't use it, it was in my name, I, I had no right to do that. I went back to my past employer and told them because that I'm going to eat over that stuff. I have to clean up my stuff and I have to clean it up fast. And thank God my, my sponsor has me do two a week. So I'm going to be done next week. And then I'm cleaning up things as they go along. It says we may lose our position or our reputation. I mean, I have a pretty good reputation in the uh, in my field throughout the world. That wasn't easy for me to go and say, hmm, you know, I used uh, an airline ticket. Um, and, you know, of course it turned out okay. They laughed about it, but that's not the point. I needed to do it because if I didn't, six weeks from now, I might have picked up something. And then I don't think I'll survive another relapse. So how well do I want to be? Do I want to have a spiritual transformation? Yes. Do I want to stay recovered? Yes. So I cannot shrink at anything. It tells me so. We must, there's that word, not shrink at anything. As long as it wasn't going to put my family in harm and it wasn't going to hurt another person, I don't have a choice but to act and act fast. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: And thank you, Julie. R. Uh, okay, we have Sharon S. from Colorado. Sharon?
4: Good morning, Janice. Can you hear me?
0: I can.
10: Okay, thank you. This is Sharon H., Recovered oh. Compulsive Overeater in Colorado. And um, I just wanted to go over this paragraph a little bit about the reparations. Um, Although these reparations take innumerable forms, there are some general principles which we find guiding, reminding ourselves that we have decided to go to any lengths to find a spiritual experience. And that's what we must do through this whole process of these steps is to find a spiritual uh, experience. Uh, because our way of, of uh, our self-will run riot, thoughts, actions, and deeds didn't work. didn't work at all and harmed a lot of people.
8: So uh, it
10: gives a couple of examples here in these two paragraphs, whether it be a criminal offense or divorce. And uh, we'll go on further to discuss some of the ways to, as, making, as we make amends, to not cause more harm than we've already done So I looked up reparations, and it says the act of making an amends for a wrong. And then I looked up at amends, and it said to change for the better. So that's exactly what step nine teaches us, is that not only do we make an amends, but this is the beginning of us changing for the better, not continuing to do things that will harm others. And we can't do that in our own strength or our own power. We have to rely on uh, God as we understand God, to be that strength that we need and give us the direction and the spiritual discipline to do the right thing in each and every situation. And I had an experience with a bank <clears throat> where I had uh, noticed, and it wasn't right away that I noticed it, that I had, they had made a mistake and put a uh, deposit from somebody else into my account. So that was one of the ways that I had to make that right. And uh, when it comes to divorce, um, I wasn't paying alimony, but I see how important it is with these little children. And I was at fault for a long time because I was so angry at my husband that um, these little children suffered as a result of my unwillingness to let go of my own anger towards their father. There's just innumerable ways that we have to look at our own faults, our own wrongs, and make them right to the best of our ability, and then to continue, continue to change for the better under God's grace and direction. And with that, I pass. Thanks, Janice.
0: And thank you, Sharon H. Uh, Before we go on, is there anyone else that would like to comment? Charles H. Charles H., please go ahead.
11: This is Rochelle. Hi, Janice. It's Fasa.
0: All right, we'll have Charles H., uh, Vasa, but I heard somebody before Vasa.
11: Rochelle?
0: Yeah, Rochelle. Okay, we'll com- we'll complete it there. Charles H., Rochelle, and Vasa. Please go ahead, Charles.
12: Thank you, Janice. Thank you for your continued service. My name is Charles H., Good morning, all prisoners. Uh, Charles H., a public prisoner in today. You know, I- and I just want to drill down on, remember, we stated that we, was gonna, we were willing to go to any length. You know, thank God, right? You know, let, let, me, let me put this out here first. Talk is cheap unless it's followed by action, right? Some vigorous action. Um, you know, the lip service ain't going to do it. Sorry. Yeah, I've been sorry all my life, man. You know, I, I'm willing to go to any length for a spiritual. Uh, on a daily basis. I can't be messing on my laws. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I talked about some serious stuff last week. Um, you know, and, and 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 as and as I am addicted to making amends, and I talked about that last week as well. So you know what? Yeah, there's some tough amends. Um, that. That as I peel the onion, as I keep coming back, as I continue, you know, it, I will never be over all my men. Never. Um, but as as I get that you know, ain't it funny if I, if, you know, religious people talk about, you know, you gotta be careful what you meditate on. They're right. They're right because you ever heard about premeditated murder? Anyway, that's another subject. You know, I empty my mind, and I close my eyes so I could see a little bit. Well, I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but, you know, like, as I meditate, and I think about the wrongs I have done in this world, you know, I get so locked and loaded in. But thank God for the first eight steps, right? Because when I first came to the program, I, I, I had a diamond-cut always chain um, and place. And I jumped out the window. No, I'm sorry. You know, I, I cheated on this and that and jumping out the window without going through the first eight steps. Easy. Easy, we know you know you're sorry. Look how sorry you are sorry. All right. So I am sorry. So, you know, thank God for a sponsor telling me to highlight these words and, and pay attention in the big book. High smart, willing, and willingness. Pay attention to those words, Charles. It going
0: to mean a lot in
13: your life. And with that, i That's what I'm saying. And thank you, Charles H. Rochelle, you're next. Good morning. This is Rochelle Recovered in Maryland. And uh, I am so grateful for this meeting and what we're going over. And uh, I, I want to mention something about the process, and that is it was it's so interesting. It had come to my attention that there was something that I had left out in my fourth step in men 's from several years ago, and I, I today I live in ten and eleven and twelve, but my higher power seems to know when i'm ready to to uh, to recognize or remember something that I had done wrong and uh and there it was someone who I had not spoken to in perhaps ten years. I came into my life suddenly and uh and had told me something that could be misinterpreted by other people and and I responded to her as a recovered person, in gratitude, thanking her for bringing this to my attention. And that got me thinking about, I think that I did not speak to her appropriately 10 years ago. And uh, and I recognized then that when she had contacted me, I had spoken to her, I probably responded with pride. And uh, and that was not correct. And And today, as a recovered person, I was able to recognize that and... And I, I also recognize. I discussed it with another person about what I needed to do to make an amends. And it's so interesting to to go from being prideful to to not being prideful, to go from being egotistical to not being egotistical. And it's it's such such an amazing process because the emotions that I felt at the time were anger and pride and how dare you. And when I thought about making the amends and being willing to make the amends, it just was such a powerful sense of peace that came over me, like, yes, my higher power, I, I am willing to make this amends. I am willing to go to any length that I have to go to to make this amends. Um, you know, uh, I, I thought I was going to be seeing this person over the weekend. I was invited to something that I figured that she was invited to also. I had considered going to her office, but I figured, yeah, she's not going to want to see me better that I and I, I could have done it in writing but I figured the best way to do it is in person so I looked for her at the event and she wasn't there and there I was just randomly walking someplace in the afternoon and there she was opposite me and I went over to her and I reminded her gently about what had happened and she of course remembered and um and I and I made my amends and asked her if there was anything else and she said no no that's fine and and the sense though that I got of just being serene and free and empty and low and, and having humility coming from this event was so powerful that you know I would urge anybody if they're hesitating about making an amends that the gift that comes with making the amends is so amazing. Pass. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you, Rochelle. Talk about gentle. Just a gentle reminder. If not speaking, please press star 1. It could have been Rochelle. Okay, let's have Vasa. O, please.
11: Good morning, everyone. Can you hear me, Janice?
0: I can hear you. Yes.
11: Thank you, and thank you, Janice, uh, for your service. And I am Vasa O. Recover Compulsive Eda, calling from uh, Massachusetts. Um, yeah, my relationship with God started when I was uh, ready and willing to surrender, with uh, on 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 my knees with the food addiction, and gradually my life and my will. And I was given the gift of abstinence right from that moment. And it was not easy. It was like a torture for me going through the withdrawals with the food. And, and, uh, but I kept on going to God, please help me, please help me. So, I, you know, because I came in the program because of the food addiction, I didn't come for nothing else. You know, that was the beginning of my relationship with the programs and my God. And then, um, the, and I was ready and willing to do anything not to go back into the food addiction. So in order to, not to do that, I was ready to willing and willing to go through the steps because I did come just to lose the weight, and I was just going to go and go leave, leave, you know. I thank God I stayed, stayed in the program. I kept on listening and listening. And I kept, them you know, my sponsors of us, if you don't work the steps, you know, you will go back into the food. And I didn't want to go back into the food, so I was willing and I was ready to do whatever it took. Even if I was embarrassed or afraid, you know, going through the fourth step and the five to admit my wrongs. And six, entirely ready to have God remove all the defects, character gradually. Has, asking to remove our shortcomings, you know and made a list of all persons we had harmed, you know, the eight and nine. And that was really hard, you know, for me to do. But I was willing and I was ready to do whatever because God was giving me the courage and God was giving me the strength because I saw the courage and I saw the strength on other people, how they did it. And uh, and when I was ready to do that, I did. And um, and again, there's still a few more amends um, I need to do, and, God will put those people in my life. It will happen. But it is perhaps we have committed a criminal offense, which might land us in jail if it were brought to the authorities. Well, I didn't offend. You know, I, I you know, I have, haven't done anything really bad or big to put me in jail. You know, but I know I know people in the program that have done that, and people that are in other twelve-step programs. You know. But I have smaller things, you know. But I remember when I was really young, going and um, um, getting clothes because we're so poor. And I didn't want to wear the same clothes when I went to school. So I would go to one of the departments and I'd buy something. And a week or two weeks later, I returned it and pretended I didn't wear it. And I said, oh, my God. I mean, I could have been caught. And I could have been prosecuted for that. So, you know, taking the inventory, you know, it's by the grace of God, I was not caught and I was not prosecuted. So, you know, I'm, you know, today, I don't want to take too much time. Today, when I'm convicted, I want to do something wrong. I get the, you know, I get the wisdom from the inside not to do the wrongs because that's not the right thing to do. If I... If the store charges, if I, if the, cho- if, I'll just wrap it up. If I bought something and they're, I'm, they're, they made mistake at the grocery store. I go and tell them that. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Vasa. We're gonna move on. We'll start it anyway. Um, Terry H, would you continue reading the next two paragraphs on this page?
14: Yes. Thank you, Janice. Good morning, Vision View. My name is Terry H. Recovered compulsive you from Maine. Usually, however, other people are involved. Therefore, we are not to be the hasty and foolish mother who would needlessly sacrifice others to save himself from the alcoholic pit. A man we know had remarried. Because of her resentment in drinking, he had not paid alimony to his first wife. She was furious. She went to court and got anointed for his arrest. He had commenced our way of life, had secured a position, and was getting his head above water. It would have been impressive heroic if he had walked up to the judge and said, here I am. We saw he ought to be willing to do that if necessary, but if he were in jail, he could provide nothing for either family. We suggested he write his first wife, admitting his faults and asking forgiveness. He did, and also sent a small amount of money. He told her what he would try to do in the future. He said he was perfectly willing to go to jail if she insisted, of course, you did not. In the whole situation, had long since adjusted. So I'm very grateful for these two paragraphs because this is, you know, I found that these two paragraphs are, is is the reason to really have a guide to um, to really share your amends with before we go well, out and make them. Um, because what I found in these two paragraphs is, I I cannot buy my own my own peace of mind at someone else's expense and. Um, and I really have to be careful before I go out because, you know, the night, the ninth step for me is not about feeling better. It's really about, you know, um, in the process, you know, I go and make the amends to free others from my behavior, from the past, and in the process of that, you know, I get free. Um, so um, the second paragraph, it says, we thought he ought to be willing to do that if necessary. So, you know, a couple of times they use the word we... And, um, you know, that's, that, that's just an indicator that I don't go out and make these amends by myself, that I get, you know, consultation from my, my sponsor guide and, um, before I do anything because it could cause more harm. And, you know, I, I had experience with this where I worked in a food chain for a lot of years and, um, I had taken food, which, you know, didn't belong to me. And I was all ready to go and make the amends to, um, my store manager and, Um, you know, in the process, there was, um, five other people involved in that. And, um, you know, consultation with my, my guide, you know, um, we, we, she felt that it would be more harmful to go out and, uh, to make these amends, um, because it would be like the bowling ball taking out other people. And, um, so I was able to make an amends in kind, um, and, um, take care of, take care of that harm in a different way. So I guess with that, um, I will pass. Thanks, Jen.
0: And thank you, Terry H. Who would like to comment on these two paragraphs?
14: This is Ronnie.
0: I didn't hear either one. I'm sorry. Ronnie. Rachel W. Okay, we have Ronnie. We have Rachel W. And who else? Anybody else? All right, let's go with those two for now.
7: Might be time.
0: Ronnie, please go ahead.
15: Okay, thank you. Good morning. Uh, this is Ronnie, uh, Ronnie P. Compulsive, uh, recovered compulsive overeater. Um, you know, as I'm listening to these, <clears throat> excuse me, to these two graphs, and I'm also listening to everybody on the line. Um, I just feel the urge to speak to newcomers who are listening and uh, who are not sharing, and that's fine. Um, that you know, hearing this and hearing people's experience can be really overwhelming. And what I just want to assure you is that your fourth step is going to be yours, and your amends will be yours, and your psychic change and internal shift is going to be yours, and it's going to be very specific to you. Um, When I first came in, I would hear about people making amends. I was just filled with terror. It just seemed terrifying. And... um, when i actually did it i had my own experience of what it was so as much as you know we can describe what it is and you can think you get it um you won't get it until you do it which means that um as scary as it may sound it it's not as scary once you start and that's the that's the big thing i want to assure newcomers on the line you know grab a sponsor grab someone just just plow right into it, and you will discover yourself. You'll discover your best self. You, in, in unburdening yourself from mistakes that you've made and the effects of bad decisions and asking people, you know, telling them you're sorry, um, you will feel lighter and lighter, and it will be specific to you. So, um, you know, sometimes I worry that when people listen on the phone, they hear that there is, like, the way to do it. And the way is to follow the steps as outlined in the big book, but all of our amends and our processes are going to be intrinsically different because they have to be because we are. And so I just want to assure people that um, you really will feel free in a way that you can't imagine and in a way that we really can't convey. Um, but it's there, and it's there for you, and it's it's really, truly miraculous. You know, um, I worked with someone yesterday um, on her fifth step and for those who aren't familiar it's you know your fourth step is where you make an inventory of all the things that you think you've done wrong and you know you've done wrong the fifth step is when you sit down you look someone else in the eye a neutral party and you confess it you just get it all out it can be a really um, humbling experience but it's also an incredibly uh, powerful experience Um, a lot of shame just seeps right away um, right out of everything because it's out there, so it's no longer a secret. And, um, you know, when I did it with the sponsor, I couldn't believe the relief I felt and the kindness that she had to just hear me out. She didn't flinch. And yesterday, and, and she said to me, you know, I thanked her so profusely afterward, and she said, I can't wait until you are recovered so that you can do this for someone else. And these days I'm doing it for other people, and I could never imagine that I'd be at this spot. could never imagine it. And it feels like it feels good. It really feels good, and um, and it and, and it's a constant process. Yep. Thank you. It's a constant process. So uh, with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you so much, Ronnie. Okay, Rochelle, you pro- Rochelle W, please. You Hi, this is minutes?
16: Rachel W, New York. Um, great, Janice. Can you, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. Yes.
16: Super. Okay, great. Good morning, Janice. Thank you for your service, and thank you to everyone tuned in here this morning that's making this meeting happen. Um, you know, I, I just want to speak to the words humility and humiliation. You know, um, we're talking a lot about um, the, the amends and how difficult they are to make and, and some that we even shrink away from. I had plenty to shrink away from. And um, yesterday, actually a couple of days ago, there was someone in my live meeting who brought up the question of, you know, what do you do when you just you feel you know, so bad about what you've done? You've made the amends. You've apologized. You've, you've covered every base. You know, and yet you're you're left with this feeling of, of just that morbid reflection, you know, and, and that happened with me where I just kind of got paralyzed in this process with just thinking about, you know, how could an educated, you know, intelligent person be here, like be in this position to make us amends regarding something so crazy and terrible. How did I get there, you know? And um, I came to realize after too long of a while, but finally, thank God I did it. I did realize that that area, you know, that that place of feeling so bad, is just another way to to deflect the process. You know, it's another way to not to do the work. You know, and and so there's a difference between you know being humble enough to say, you know, to, to be able to, to, to really take stock in what I've done, and really move on. You know, move on from there and not end up in that in that place of of humiliation because. The truth is, you know, what, what got me here in the first place, you know, wasn't, you know, it, the, the addiction with the food was just a symptom. You know, it's really that hole that I was always trying to fill. And, and within program, you know, doing the steps, I, I just became a, a whack-a-mole addict, you know, just keeping my food down while other things were popping up. And not really understanding, you know, what was what was happening with me. So, you know, today it's it, it's about I know, I know clearly, and I'm, I'm reminded every day. I need to be reminded every day. But I know clearly that that hole within me, um, when I when it's filled with my self-will, um, I will be spending a lot of time making amends for a lot of crazy situations that that I should have known better for. But when I fill that hole with program and spiritual progression and every single day just being open to new opportunities and um, for growth and for connection and, and for just, you know, coming closer to my higher power, coming closer to God and also to the people that he put into my life to be the conduit for what his messages are for me. You know, getting closer to that, the more I fill that hole, the more I can do these amends and end up in a healthy place where I actually learn from what I've done and I can actually move on from there. So I just want to you know, thank you so much for letting me share and for this amazing, miraculous fellowship. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. And uh, at this time, it's time to close. So if you have more comments, we can either wait for the next meeting, um, the next hour, and come back tomorrow. So thank you to everyone who has shared and who has listened. We will now close with the reading from the big book, which is on page 164 followed by the serenity prayer. Well, Santa H. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
17: Thank you, Janice. Good morning, visionaries. My name is Santa H. I'm a grateful Recover Compulsive Overeater from New Jersey. Cover for today. Thank you, God. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others.